production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can you find staff champions for your story? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of the Story Connect podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Megan mccoy No, one of the storytellers at Pioneer Utility Resources, and I am joined by two folks from Nemont in Montana. I've got Greg Hunter, who's the Vice President of Public Relations and Marketing, and Peter Davies, the Network Engineer for the Telco. Greg and Peter, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you, Megan. Good morning. Now, we are recording live at the Calix Connections Conference in beautiful yet dry Las Vegas. And all the background noise isn't just ambiance, it's the sound of inspiration and ideas connecting for folks everywhere. And that's why we asked both of y'all to join us. Greg, let me start by asking um, you just to tell folks a little bit about your telco. Uh, how many folks do you serve and how big is your service area? Sure. Um, we serve a huge uh, service area and we have kind of a unique situation because we have three different service areas. Oh. Uh, we encompass about 14,000 miles um, of square <laughs> miles. Yes, yeah, uh, So it's a long ways in between places. Right. Um, Peter and I work, you know, basically four and a half hours from each other uh, driving. Um, Makes we coffee are conversations in, hard in the morning. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> yeah. We are actually considered in the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, and uh, we do have approximately 16,000 uh, broadband subs, subs, and we also do cellular. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which is unique. So, wow. So that's a huge territory mm-hmm. to cover, especially when you want to build your team and keep your team connected with your personal, or not your personal story, but your, with your telco story. Now, Peter, I was getting coffee this morning when I met you, and we hit it off right away. And you started telling me all the ways that your telco engages your community. And then imagine my surprise uh, when I found out you're not on the marketing team, you're not on Greg's uh, team, uh, you're an engineer. That is correct. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask, why does your co-op story matter to you? Just to be clear, you shoved me out of the way. Hey, I, w- I was blocking Peter. the condiments and coffee and you're like, excuse me, get out of the way and whack. I thought um, we hit it off so well. Oh, we did. We were getting along so well. Anyway, so I've been at a lot of places and I've done a lot of things in my career. Um, and what fascinates me about telcos is that especially the co-op type of small telcos is, is the engagement and the involvement in the community. And everywhere I've worked, I've wanted to be involved and I've wanted to work for a company that is engaged and that is involved with the community because so many areas and companies don't. And the great thing about Nemont and, and a wonderful, uh, the wonder part of the great story about Nemont is that we are engaged with the community. We support the community, especially high school football. We do chili feeds. We've done um, engagements, you know, on our fiber to the prem projects. We've done uh, customer appreciation barbecues. Um, I think we still do the crow fair at the at the tribe, at our tribe agency. And I love it. I absolutely love being involved and being engaged because it makes us feel like part of the community. It makes us feel that we can trust the community and the community can trust us. And I think that really, really sets us apart from you know the larger ILEX and the larger CLEX um, like Lumen and, and CenturyLink and some of those others that I've worked for. It's a better environment, it's a more low key environment and we aren't necessarily so engaged on the business. 
we're more interested in doing the right thing and what's important for our customers. Well, and I love that you are so focused on the purpose of what your telco is doing and, and have a, such a passion for that. Uh, Greg, does everyone at your telco have that same passion? Um, <laughs> I wish I could say yes, everybody does, but I believe that most of us, for the most part, um, especially the ones that are when we're onboarding new people and stuff, mm -hmm. you can find those people yeah. that actually find, that have that passion, that actually really want to do what our goals are. Right. And it's really fun to work with those people starting out. Um, for the most part, I think that we're, we're individually, you know, I, I think this, where, we, where we really need to be stronger is, is synergistically be able to work together. Right. You know, like Peter and I work so far apart each other, but it's, it, that's where we, we can get our strength. We can get sure. our strength for the community is working together, um, you know, combining our talents um, and to try to do the best thing for our customers. Now, you mentioned onboarding kits. Do you do that for all of your new employees across all 14,000 square miles of service territory? <laughs> yes, and that's very difficult, but um, because especially if we have um, departments that are headed out of one location more so than the others, mm -hmm. um, that's very difficult for us to do. But that's something we also, that's we can always improve on. Sure. We can always get better on that. It's challenging. You know, it's, it, it's, it's really challenging that we live so far away. So my office yeah. is five hours away from his office uh, across the vast wasteness of Montana. Um, we serve more cows than we do people, you know, is, is the running <laughs> gag. And remote workers is yeah, challenging. It is. It is very challenging. And when there's a new employee, we make an effort or they make an effort to come down, you know, and as difficult as it is for you guys to drive that extra two miles off the freeway <laughs> and see the Horton office, you know, they do make an appearance. So, Greg, tell me, I mean, to, to Peter's point, you said you have an onboarding kit, but what's inside it? Do you actually drive all over the service territory to, to meet the new employees, or do you bring everyone together, uh, the staff, to, to try to connect with them once a year, twice a year? It, it varies department-wise. You know, sure. in the marketing department, we're a smaller department, you know, where there's only four of us in that department, mm -hmm. so it's easier for us to get together. And we do have... Um, quarterly like get togethers and stuff. We have brainstorming sessions and yeah. stuff like that. I don't, I can't speak for the other departments and stuff, you know, like in the network engineering department and stuff. I don't exactly know how they put that stuff together and how often they're able to get together. But for the marketing department, we, for the most part, um, our farthest, uh, my coworkers is 150 miles away from me. Mm -hmm. um, another one of them's a hundred miles away and the other one's 130 miles away. So, I mean, but we, we, we meet in the middle. Basically, yeah. we try to meet in the middle and try to get together as often as we can. Yeah, and for, you know, the, since I'm on the network engineering team, there's, there's um, four of us, you know, mm -hmm. and everybody is in our home office in Scobie, Montana, but me. I'm the one who, who is in Warden out in the middle of nowhere. And so I handle, I'm the network engineer for our southern area, and it, our southern area is vast. You know, it's five hours from one corner of the area to the other corner of the area, and then another five hours up north. Um, remote workers are, are challenging because I can't be involved in the hallway discussions, you know, the conference room discussions or the impromptu discussions. So then I have to ask you, Peter, you keep a pretty good grasp on everything that's going on at Newmont. Because, again, this morning you were telling me all about the, mm -hmm. the high school mm -hmm. um, community engagement efforts yeah. that y'all have. How do you, as a remote worker, like, what are the best ways that Greg's team has to, to get the story to you that's really going to engage you? 
So I can't necessarily speak for his team, but what I do is number one, <laughs> I am awesome. And oh, I've done Lord. this. Yeah, it got okay. deep in here real quick, didn't it? Yep, it did. Um, it did. I've done this for so long. I'm pretty efficient, and I and there's a lot of <laughs> prediction that goes on, and it keeps getting deeper and digging myself into sure, that hole. Sure, we can't all be Peter. I know so that. Putting and that's that aside, oh, I know one of me is enough. Um, believe me. But putting that aside, so how do you I, find out about this? I stuff? muscle my way, and I ask questions. You know, I, I do. We have we have biweekly staff meetings, okay. and. Um, <laughs> I'm too old to care what people think, so I'm just going to ask the question. I'm blunt enough. I mean, you've known me for all of two hours now. It's and, an eternity. Yeah, it seems that way. And um, I'm just going to ask the difficult and blunt questions because we all hear the rumors eavesdrop on other people's conversations and phone calls throughout the office. It's a small office. so And I'm going to ask the question, hey, what about that? Now, you're terrifying all the utility communicators out there. But I want to point out something you haven't said yet, but it really struck a chord with me this morning. Oh, God, what did I say? Oh, it was brilliant. Oh. It was brilliant, Peter, no, because scared. obviously you're amazing. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but I Thank asked you. you why you cared. Oh. Why does it matter? And I am paraphrasing because I would never want to Please, say paraphrase. that I'm quoting directly from, from Peter. But you said that you wanted to know the big story, the big picture so that you could find how what you do fits. Right. So right. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So now I remember lack of coffee conversation is um, I had I said was I I want to know the bigger picture everywhere I go. I have a desire to learn the economics. I have a desire to explore. I have a desire to learn what the business is doing in the bigger picture, because as network engineering, I help make the thing work. And <laughs> the giga um, thing. The giga I think thing. You, the giga you thing work. Earlier the giga today. thing. Um, and I help bring that wonderful and that excellent service to our members. And I can't build that and I can't make that work without knowing the bigger picture. Yeah. Because if outside plant decides, oh, we're going to eliminate this, we're going to change that, it's going to go this way instead, it's going to go right instead of go left, that changes things, right? And so then that costs money. If I don't know that big picture when I go to design a central office or design a network or you know put together the various layers to make it all come together and work, if I don't know what their vision is, then I can't align my vision to meet the company goals. And it's the same thing with everything else. If I don't know what marketing's doing, if I don't know what you know our sales is doing, it's difficult to align my goals to say, how can network engineering be a part of marketing? How can network engineering be a part of sales? How can we work together better as a yeah. team to complement each other to make it work? Greg, I, I have to, to ask, like hearing, hearing this from Peter, like, what do you think about this? And how does your team try to find people like Peter without making him feel like he's barging in, right, to, to demand answers? I need to know the story now. Not everyone's going to do that. I'm a little more tactful. Well, sure, yes, you seem very tactful. I can tell. Um, but how, how, do you, how does marketing and communications fit into this? And how can you harness the enthusiasm of people like Peter uh, to help build Newmont's story? Well, I think uh, Peter is probably more unique in a lot of situations when it yes. comes to uh, uh, <laughs> people that are actually looking to find the whole picture. Yeah. Most people are, you know, more focused on their departments and everything. I appreciate people like Peter that actually want to uh, reach out and help us achieve our goals. Yeah. 
as well as his own um, in our department. Um, that's something that uh, I think is really, really the best thing we need to do for our for our customers uh, is try to figure out how to work with them better. That's the the big thing that I'm I really am. Uh, enjoyed about this conference is actually learning new ways to actually communicate that to our customers, um, do the best thing we can to actually um, um, and help help make them a decision, help them make a decision yeah. that's actually best for their families and uh, and, and in turn it's going to actually you know help us evolve and become better for our customers. I love that. Um, Greg, do you have any last advice to give to utility communicators or marketing teams for finding story champions and trying to nurture them and break down some of those silos at the telco? Well, I, I really like this. I'm glad that you got us together here because that's kind of, you know, it's, we probably would have never had this conversation had you not brought us together. Um, I think that is... Um, <laughs> is, it, it's it's key together. that we got to start doing that. I think more in in our company. Yeah, we've got to start, um, you know, breaking down those walls, starting to uh, to start working better because that communication is it's all what it's about. It's and, a great thing. Uh, yeah. um, I, I know there's a lot of other there's probably another other champions out there besides Peter, and we just gotta we gotta work our way through that and find them. So yeah. hopefully we can do that. Hopefully I, there's more out there that. <laughs> that really want to get involved. Um, I, we do have a good crew. We have yeah. a lot of good people at Nemont um, that really do want to do the best thing for our customers. And um, I'm just hoping that we can continue to keep going forward. Yeah. And you know, in network engineering, and I'm sure you do the same thing, you know, when we come up with a new product or new something, we start a conversation, is this in the best interest of our customers? Mm -hmm. Because if it's in the best Absolutely. interest of our customers, and it's a positive experience from the technician side all the way through network engineering side. It'll be a positive experience for the customers. It will be a positive experience for our technicians who install it. It will be a positive uh, for us, our reputation, for everything. And everybody talks about you know verticals and in business verticals and silos and don't stay in your own lane and don't cross pollinate verticals but we have to <laughs> at a certain yeah. at, at a certain level we have to i'm not saying you know cross the streams continually but <laughs> ghostbusters there, tells us never to do uh, that exactly but there has to be a cross pollination of some sort yeah. i absolutely agree i mean uh you know i i sat in through a couple of tech sessions why i have no idea yesterday but i learned a lot of things and the thing that were key to those to me is that I hear a lot of things on the street um, from the customer. I'm front facing to the customer a lot of times. A lot of times they come to me first and everyone mm -hmm. asks, why are they going to you first? You know, why aren't they talking to somebody else? And it's like, well, I just happen to be everywhere. And it seems like I get, you know, I, but I learned a lot of things through going through those tech sessions yeah. that it's like, you know, this is a problem that we could solve. And it's like, I don't know where the disconnect is. I don't know where we're running into these issues, but it's like, Man, we know we should not be putting those modems in the basement like we have been doing. You know, we got to put them on that. We got to put them on the main level. We, you know, just little things like that. And it's like that—that's why we're learning all this stuff. It all comes together. Yeah, full circle comes yeah. around. All helps us all out. And you know, I mentioned to you this morning that you know we bring Calix in once or twice a year to our mm -hmm. shops. You know, to do hey, this is what we're doing for the next year. And then after lunch, 
I invite the technicians, what technicians are available, to come in and sit down with our Calyx reps, discuss the technology, discuss placement, discuss best practices, because I want the Calyx team to hear the pain points. And, I, and most importantly, all people want is to be heard and listened to. We don't have to take their suggestions as gospel. We don't have to act on their suggestions. But as long as we listen you know, to our people and say, I acknowledge your thing, noted, thank you, and as long as they believe that they have a voice that they can come in and say, hey, I was involved in this, Calix listened to my idea, and you know what, Calix may go, hey, that's a great idea, Kenny. I may take that, you know, I'm gonna push that back up the product team and make yeah. an adjustment. And so they love that, they love the interaction, and it's part of building that trust you know, in the organization. Well, it's building that trust with your vendors. And then also, Greg, I've got to be honest, you were sharing what you were saying, and I get so focused on the utility communicator and the marketing team getting messages down to, not down, but out to other teams. But I love the idea of it being a circle and making sure that folks like Peter, although he is one in a million, I will say, mm -hmm. uh, but so that Peter knows that if he is noticing pain points, and issues and has suggestions, there's a clear path for getting them to your team or, you know, your team being able to spend time with the techs or with, you know, we, we always used to sit in with um, customer service reps and listen to the calls because that strengthened us as communicators to know what people are calling in and having challenges with so that we can communicate more effectively. So I love finding ways to build those communication circles within your own team at Nemont, even though you're spread far apart. You all share the same purpose. You all share the same vision. Uh, it's bringing that together. I, I love it. I think it's a wonderful example. So, Greg, do you have anything else you want to share before I let you all go? Um, great conference. A uh, lot of information. You know, you always think of those one or two things you want to bring back. And yeah. it's like, man, alive, I got like a dozen. And I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Bark is fantastic. I looked at mm -hmm. that product and it's like, man, I've been wanting to do that a yeah. long time. We're really starting to reach out. The schools have been reaching out to us about cybersecurity. Um, that's something that's passionate to me. I worked a lot with the schools during COVID. And I really think that that's a piece that we really need to do. Mm -hmm. And we should talk further on that. Yeah, we will. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. like Peter this. and I will talk about oh, that later. Very much so. Because cybersecurity <laughs> yeah. is also a yeah. passion of mine that I've yeah. been doing for 15 years in other oh. capacities. So okay. we should talk. This okay. is beautiful. We're talking. <laughs> we're you heard, talking. You heard it here first. <laughs> we're talking. Um, we're talking. Breaking news. <laughs> you know what? And that's all we can hope to do is just keep talking. Well, Greg, I know you are running off to another session because there's so many great things to do here at Calix. I want to thank both of you for sharing your story with Utility Pioneers. They are Greg Hunter and Peter Davies from Nemont, and I'm your host, Megan McCoy now at Pioneer Utility Resources. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.